Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got the whole chat crew. Mm. We've got Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hey, Lisa. I'm trying hard Hiya. not to laugh. <laughs> Hi. Howdy, and Happy New Year, Lisa. Howdy, and Happy New Year right back at ya. How's everyone And Lisa happy just had a birthday. I did. Indeed she did. Mm-hmm. She did. She's getting older. Happy birthday, Lisa. One more she's year. Very, she's very young. Yes, I agree. Lauren, you're awfully young yourself. I am, but you're older than me, so we'll go with that. <laughs> you know, I was trying to, you know, make this a mutual thing, but no. Five months. And be diplomatic. Months. It will take the five months that you've got on me. All right. All right. I see how this goes. You wait, Missy. Hmm. Year of Walt Disney World. Mm. That's right. Well, That's we're right. going to celebrate in, in Walt Disney World. Yes. And this is the year of the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World in Orlando. Disney World, Lisa, and myself all turn 50 the same year. And we think it's awesome that Disney's going to throw a big party for us. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Okay. So I have to go on a little tangent just to start the show. Um, I was going through some things, um, cleaning out the closet a little, and I found this flat Walt Disney World bag, you know, one of those larger size. I'm like, I have a bag? Why do I have a bag? And I started unfolding it. It was folded in quarters. And I found the certificate from Brooke's first haircut at um And it had... Um, cuttings of her hair. And I showed her and I said, this is your baby hair. And she's like, oh, it was so soft. And, oh, it was, it was precious. So it's, it's gotta be what, nine years old? Yeah. I mean, we didn't cut her hair for a while. We went to wow. Magic Kingdom to the main street, which you can't. Michael did it. Yeah. Michael was the guy that everybody wanted to have their picture with. And then yep. I think a year or so afterwards he retired. So we got in with Michael. And yeah, we made a haircut appointment. That's one of those fun things to do at the Magic Kingdom. Make a hair appointment at the Main Street Barbershop for your kids for their first haircut. Yeah, we still have the little ear hat. We took tons of cute, amazing photos. Yeah, she has her ear hat. And um, the whole time she was playing with Mickey stickers while he was Oh my gosh, they were everywhere. She had like two dozen. She stuck them on everything (laughs) while she was sitting there in the chair. She liked them. They were all over her skin, her legs, her clothes. Yep, she's covered in Mickey stickers. Yeah. That was Um, great. And Amber got glittered. I remember I got glittered. I got the uh, cool dude. Uh, you did. Because you are a cool the dude. The cool dude. You got the dude. pink. Yeah, I got the pink hair with hair the, uh, with the Wait, um, glitter. I have an idea. They you don't have do this it, picture, don't they you? They don't do it anymore. I have an idea. Next mouse <laughs> chat meetup, we take Steve for his first haircut. Ah, I <laughs> yeah, go for my first haircut. Sharpie, are you willing to chip mm-hmm. in and pay for that with me? Oh, oh absolutely. It's, it's a deal. It's not even... It's, it's it is a deal. It was a deal. Whatever it was, it's not like bibbity bobbity or something where you're paying. It's like twenty Although, bucks. Yeah, it's like a. Would also sign him up for bibbity boppity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they won't yeah. take him though. So oh, that's true. He's too old. Be. <laughs> okay, so Lauren, you have now inspired me. Mm. Uh, not quite to the first haircut extent, but next time I need to get um, some colored hair gel and some confetti the sparkle glitter confetti and we're gonna cool dude 
It would be so much more fun if we could take them to the barber shop. I'm not going to lie. They don't do it anymore. They (laughs) don't. They they don't. don't. The cool dude haircut is, or uh, hair thing is is never, is no no longer happening. And I remember when I. They'll do the glitter. They'll do the hairspray with the glitter, but that's it. I remember I was the envy of every middle school boy. You were. In the Magic Kingdom. Like every, they would come up to me, hey, where'd you get that done? Every There's like a guy out behind that, behind every the like dumpster. twelve yeah. year old, every twelve year old boy was like, "Where did you get that done?" And then because I remember Plan B. Lisa makes money, and it was and like we park her on a bench somewhere and charge. And it was like you know, I do that with my face paint when I have that. Your hair is like pasted, like pointing up, you know, spiky with like neon pink goo, and then it's covered in like Mickey glitter. And then when I took a shower. That drain at that Disney hotel, there was no way that the next person who got in that room, that the, any of that water drained out of that, that shower anymore. <laughs> Lovely. There's so much glitter and it's thick, big, chunky, massive glitter. It's not just little tiny glitter. No, it is chunky. It's like big pieces of just all kinds of stuff that's been cut up. So yeah, cool dude. Okay. And speaking of hair, um, Lauren and Sharpie, I just sent you a text. Check out yesterday's event. A text or it a is a text. Hasn't come through yet. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Ooh. <gasps> I love it. I don't. She looks twenty-two. She looks. She actually looks so much more grown up than my girls do. Uh, yep. So for all of us that are yeah not looking listening at the, the listening text. to the show, what are you what are you sending out here? Um. Amber's haircut. Oh, our daughter. Our other daughter, our older daughter. Yeah. The older daughter got um, a chin length bob. And huh? I don't. Mm. Exciting. And, it looks um, beautiful. Thank you. And she, um, she's always, she's had long hair a lot. Like really long. To her, yeah. To her waist type of thing. And to go chin length with a bob. I just, she, it's so cute and it's so well cut. And anyway, this is nothing to do with Disney. But you hate it. Um, I hate that it makes her look older. Yeah. Um, She's gorgeous, though. Thank you. Makes me ill. Mm. I mean, in a good way. Yes. I love it. I think it looks beautiful. Thank you. I need to put that on Facebook. Okay. So um, are we going to actually podcast and, and do our, oh, yeah, we got a good thing? show. We, we have a, that? we have a we have really a good show. I think, I think we're, I think we're doing that. We have a really good show. Listen, anybody that actually listens to us knows that there's no way we're getting to the actual topic right away. No. <laughs> yeah, We rarely do that. It's a thing. Like rarely, rarely do that. No, the magic kingdom, ha- the charm. magic kingdom haircuts like a hidden gem. That was a good tip. Yeah, that is, that's on topic. That's Disney. Well, that's and mine was a clever. slight tangent from go. that. All right. Let's go on with Disney news. We got a bunch of really good Disney news. Okay, so we are going to start with Disney news. Um, you know what? I'm going to have Lauren start because this is always important. Um, we have a new offer that's come out. Lauren, why don't you tell us all about it? I just sent the girls a picture of Amber. Mm-hmm. And Amber wrote <laughs> back, my Amber. She looks older than me. <laughs> she does. Yeah, But I love it. Oh, good. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> tangent. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I'm going to talk about the offers. So there's three new offers that came out, I believe. And if I'm wrong, there's a fourth one, but we'll find out. 
So the biggest one and the one everybody always waits for every year is the free dining offer, which every year gets to be less and less and less dates. <laughs> um, so this year, that free dining offer is June 27th through the 28th of June, July 5th to the 7th, August 29th to September 8th. So it's two days in June, three days in July, three days in August and a week in September. So if you can arrive um, on one of those dates, you can get free dining. Um, one of the interesting things is, is French Quarter is participating in free dining. Wow. Which is a rarity. Which never happens. Um, the one that's not is All-Star Movies, which I also find interesting, and Little Mermaid Rooms. And of course, your normal two and three bedroom villas. Um, so this is going to give you free quick service dining on a value or a moderate resort. And then if you book a deluxe or a deluxe villa, you're going to get the free Disney dining plan. Um, and you can pay the difference to upgrade between quick service and, and the dining plan, which is not a lot of money. It's basically one or two meals throughout your whole week. So totally worth doing. Um, it is a four night minimum with a four day park hopper requirement. So just, uh, that offer has to be booked by January 16th. So it is a yeah. two week window. So, um, if you're interested in that offer, I would jump on that right away. Those July dates and act now. <laughs> yeah. We've got to yeah. get this published quickly, Steve. Wink, wink. The nudge, July fifth to yeah. the seventh dates, there's really no um, value resorts left. Um, so you're looking at moderate or above, basically for those dates. But June actually still had some some availability, and August and early September did too. So now's the time to jump on those. So that was offer number one that dropped. That one dropped on the second. Um, the next one that dropped was the Sun and Fun Room Discount, which runs from resort stays April 1st through September 12th. There are some blockout dates. And basically, it's three different windows of dates. And with each window of dates, the discount gets worse, <laughs> if that makes sense. So it starts at like, for some of the deluxes, it's 20%, and then another date, it's 20 five percent or reverse that whatever so you have to kind of look at the different promos but it's um room discount it varies it's 10 to 30 percent roughly actually i don't think there's any 30 percent it's 10 to 25 percent no 30 percent this time interesting mm -hmm. um and french quarters in there part of animation suites little mermaid rooms are in there Interesting. That's, that is interesting. <clears throat> and uh, so the only thing not listed, it looks like is campsites, even movies is in there. It's not a great discount at there. It's like 10%, but it's still something. It's still something. And when you're looking at 10% of your Disney vacation adds up to niceness. <laughs> it's quite a savings when you look at it. Anywhere that it's a you lot of Mickey Mouse ice cream in your bars. pocket is a win. Um, and then the last offer that's out is uh, free dining for children ages three to nine. And that is travel May 25th to August 28th. And you have to book it by February 26th. 
And that one is if you do, and it's quick service dining, they get a free quick service dining plan. Um, everybody in the party will have to be on the quick service dining. The kids would get it for free. And that one is not good at French Quarter and only good at the family suites in this one. Um, so that's another good deal. In some cases, the room discount works out better because the kids' meal plan is really inexpensive. But it's still a good savings if there's no other promos available, which is nice. And that room discount has to be booked by February 26th also. I didn't mention that. Yeah, so you have a little more time on that one. Yeah. Oh, and they did re-release um, the room discount that had been out. There was a fourth offer. That one came out the second. And it's up to 20%. So this is the second leg of the offer that was out in the fall um, for travel dates, January 2nd through April 25th. And it's basically on what's left of inventory. And it's anywhere from 10 to 20% off of uh, room rates. There's really not a lot left in that promo, but there are still some that you can find depending on what you're looking for, if you're flexible. And that is and with that one you get the uh, $30 gift card per person when you add a six-day ticket or longer which is nice um so and that one's just kind of the continuation of the last offer that just ended so and has to be booked by March 7th all right so for the offers I'm curious on your and Sharpie's take on this limited offering what do you find it indicative of um, I think it's smart on Disney's part. Um, I saw very few um, old bookings because it was very date specific. So I only had a handful of people that actually qualified. I had one that moved to it. Um, but I think that, I think it was smart. It mostly produced new bookings, which I think is what Disney's been trying to figure out how to make that happen for a long time. I don't know. And, and that's where, yeah. And, and, and here, here's, here's my take on it. The last few times they've released free dining there, they, they did so after a major ticket price increase. They didn't do that this time. They didn't yep. increase the ticket prices prior to the release of free dining. So, the, the 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 economy of those two decisions is by increasing ticket prices anyone who had booked prior would lose their current ticket offer if they rebooked under free dining even if you switched offer you had to switch over the tickets so you either lost the ticket savings and gained free dining which in most situations for for most of our agents was a complete wash you ended up maybe saving $30 on the entire trip, if anything right. at all. Yep. So this time, they, they, they went in with an X-Acto knife or a scalpel instead of a hatchet. And picked the dates they, they wanted. They picked the dates they wanted, the dates that they hadn't sold yet, the dates that, that still had, had occupancy potential in in-demand in seasons, and they produced new bookings with it. Yep. In addition... They released it on two separate dates. 
yes. one of the major problems that, that we as agents have experienced with free dining is that we have clients to switch over and it, and it results in hours long wait times. And because they separated the release date this time, it didn't do that. It was the most enjoyable free dining experience I have ever had. And the computer worked. They read, they did something new with the system. The system didn't crash. It was just a beautiful day. And whoever was able to get the deal got the deal. And everybody else that called in that wanted to book it was able to book it. It was like a win, 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 win for everybody. <laughs> it was. It was stress-free. No one threatened to quit, which was fantastic. First time in nine years I haven't that threatened makes to Lisa's- quit. That makes Lisa's day easier. It really does. And and when they set out these offers, they're very hectic. They're very, everyone scrambles. And it's it's like Black Friday. And the agents get frustrated. There's a lot of pressure on them. Um, well, they're and- working 16 hours that day and losing money. Um, and it is frustrating. And, and that's the big thing is Disney was losing money with these offers hand over fist. Right. And this and was they brilliant. weren't getting new business. Yeah. They were losing money on existing bookings. So so yeah, it, it, it's been it it has been a long time coming that they got this sort of got it right. Yeah. And 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 we've been we've been declaring the end of free dining for a very long time. Um, but I think they finally yeah. got it right to where they can still offer this, right. but only when it is advantageous to them, which right. I, I don't disagree with. Right. But the, the prices at Disney have gotten to be pretty ridiculous. And if you really have to begin to look <clears throat> at your value for dollar. Well, and here's the thing in most cases by staying you can almost stay at a deluxe resort, still save money, and get free dining, and you get the free plus dining. Yep. And and you're actually still ahead of the game in the end. Like it's it makes to me, I would rather upgrade and pay the difference and stay in a nicer resort yeah. and get the free dining. But that's also our taste. I think we all yeah. agree that we like the the deluxe resorts. Um, True. And we're willing to pay for those. True. Well, and the other thing, too, is there aren't many people who don't aspire to stay there at some point in their life. Yeah. And I th- you have those people that, that do do yearly trips. They stay at Pop. They stay at Moderate. But they have that deluxe resort that's always kind of tickled their fancy. They've always wanted to try. Well, free dining lets you do that with, with the win-win. best discount that Disney offers. Yeah. Right. Some people look at it as an opportunity to save money and others look at it as an opportunity to pay the same amount for something better. Right. To, to splurge. Right. Yeah. Yep. To splurge so. on the experience, not on the budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So kudos to Disney because everybody got something good out of that. Everybody who could save, saved. Everybody who really wanted it changed. And it was there. It was available. Like, I have nobody I'm searching for. First time ever. That's, yeah, that's nice. Usually there's that one that you just can't get. Yep. Mm. Now, I do wonder if we'll see a couple more dates in September. 
a week in November and a week in December, eventually. But I think they're doing what we've said it. It's smart. I like what they're doing. Yeah. Releasing it a little bit at a time instead of everything all at once and just yeah. overwhelming their own systems. Right. To the point of crash, to, yeah. like, to the right. point of failure, they overwhelm and, and they choose. They have long made that choice to overwhelm their own system, crash it. And, and frustrate and, everybody. Yeah. Make everyone mad and frustrated. But finally, yeah. someone's learning from mistakes. Either that or they've hired someone else to lead their IT department. <laughs> <laughs> or both. <laughs> or both. So, but yeah, kudos. I think I, fantastic. They they did a great job. I know people are not loving the limited um, dates, but I do think it's, I think it actually is a way to actually have availability. Yeah. And everybody wins that way. Yep. And there's still some inventory out there. So reach yeah. out. Let us know if you if you want to quote. Yep. I booked it this morning for somebody. Yeah. And then you have the other offers that Warren was talking about, too. So there's offers uh-huh. that go pretty much spring, summer, fall. Well, and we should Vermont. also probably mention that uh, Disney Cruise Line has their 50% off yes. um, deposit on four night or longer cruises. So, Which is most of them, which is nice. Most of them, yeah. So and if you and book just a- remember, this doesn't save you money. Nope. It reduces no your deposit up front. Yeah, there's Which no, is not nice. really a discount. Yeah, because right. these deposits are normally 20% of the total. Um, like a house price. down payment. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's usually a nice chunk of change. So the discounted rate is nice. So um, if you book your cruise by February 14th, your deposit will be 10% instead of 20% if you're booking um, a four-night or longer Disney cruise that's traveling between the dates of June 20th, 2020, and May 31st, 2021. Yeah, so just imagine that. You have more than 12 months to pay off your cruise. Yep. And you you had you have the least out-of-pocket right now, and you still have over a year to pay off your cruise. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I that's think, the benefit. I yep. think it's yep. great when you are trying to budget and be smart about it, and you can put down the small deposit and make monthly payments yep. um, and, and plan 18 months in advance. Well, and the Disney cruise line prices historically go up the, you know, the closer it gets to the sailing date. So the farther out you can book them, the, uh, the better price you get. Yep. And Disneyland also has a, a room discount going on for spring while we're talking about discounts. Um, if you spring travel. is a great time to be at Disneyland. I agree. So if you stay most Sundays to Thursday nights from April 19th to June 18th, they have a a room discount on uh, the three main hotels there. And travel must be completed by June 19th. So, and this offer is good through March 16th. That one's been out for a few weeks. Okay. I think that's it. Um, we need to go to Disneyland. I would love to go to Disneyland. July. Why what? Oh, you're going on your way. On my way home. Oh, on bed. Okay. From Aulani. Yes. Mm. Yeah, not jealous at all and certainly not mad that you're not coming with us. No, no. 
Where are you going? Whatever. Alaska. Oh, I did that last year. Yeah. You're a year behind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait, catch me up. What are we doing next year? You have to catch up. What's next year? (laughs) So next, not this year. This year's Alani. 2021 is Prague, Germany, and Austria. Uh, Land or river? Lauren, are you doing land or river? Land. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Do we have anything else to go? Oh, gosh. Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah, we, we have lots. Yeah. lots. lots. I, I lots. just got caught up in everything, and holy cow, that was our first mm-hmm. story. <laughs> Sorry. Was there was a story. lot of problems that dropped. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I'm definitely lost. So, thank you, Lauren. And no problem. Chris, you ready? Sharpie, you ready to go? <laughs> yes. All right. We're going to take a trip on the Skyliner. Uh, we're not going to ride the bus. Uh, just this past week, um, Disney's Riviera Resort, Caribbean Beach, Art of Animation, uh, Pop Century, um, all of these resorts are now uh, – limited to bus service to Epcot and Hollywood studios once per hour. So we all knew it was coming because Disney doesn't just add and add and add services. They balance out services. So with the addition of the Skyliner and the addition of the capacity of the Skyliner, uh, and there are several months now of accident free operation of the Skyliner, uh, they are now limiting bus service uh, departures and arrivals from those resorts uh, to to once per hour. Uh, so usually every 15 to 20 minutes, you're going to find a bus running uh, at your Disney Resort Hotel. Uh, however, this is limited now. Uh, it is to the resorts serviced by the Skyliner. Uh, you will find bus transportation to and from the parks once per hour. So when this was first released, uh, the kind of the hubbub on social media was that some people don't like to ride the Skyliner, this, that, the other thing. I am not a fan of limiting services. However, Disney's investment in the system is to help them save money at these resorts to balance out services. The, I really see the only impact to this being guests will have to plan better to leave the resort and to head back. That's it. Yeah. Once an hour. Or take the they Skyliner. They have bus service. They still right. have bus and they service. Can, and they like can they're... look at their app to see what time the next, next bus is coming. Exactly. So, while well, well, yeah, it may be a minor inconvenience. Uh, and it is something that Disney is going to have to communicate to guests in a very clear manner. So they're meeting guest expectations. Well, really but what I'm, they should I'm do not... is just pick up at the top of every hour. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I think like, by, by doing it on a scheduled basis, yeah, they would be doing themselves a huge favor. Um, but I don't, I don't hate this policy. Yeah. I, I think the, the Skyliner provides very quick and easy transportation to the parks Uh, If you don't want to ride the Skyliner, if you can't, if you're afraid of heights, there's still bus service available. You just have to plan better for it. Check your app. Your time is there. And the times are are really reliable from my experience. So can I just interject because the Skyliner is actually something I was going to review. 
um, because I actually wrote it. And I am terrified of heights. Like, yeah, Lauren Lauren hates heights. I hate heights. I hate elevators. I hate enclosed spaces. I'm just not a fan. I do them, but I don't love them. And I, I handle them if I have to. But if I can avoid them at all costs, I do. Um, but the girls and I, actually, we had no reason to, but we were like, we're here at the Riviera Resort. Let's ride the Skyliner and just take a, a bus to where we're going from there. So that's what we did. And um, I have to say, A, anywhere you saw a Skyliner, there was no wait, which might tell you why they're doing this with the busing. They're trying to push more people to use them. And B, it wasn't bad. I wasn't afraid. It's very um, contained, so you don't feel like you're going to fall out of it or anything, or it's not safe. Um, And it wasn't so enclosed that it made me nervous. So, Lauren, you know the, I think you know the the cars that they have for the the fun wheel? Disneyland? That I won't go on. Mickey's fun wheel! But but you know those cars. Do you nope, think yeah, they're the, comparable the in size? I've never walked up to it. I won't. Okay. That's She's never nope. been on Bad one to ask. <laughs> never mind. Forget it. No, nope. They're, they're very simple. It, but that stops. This, it does. This yeah, this doesn't stop until you get to your destination. Yeah. I can do that. So I, it I, was I, not bad. I'm telling you. Anybody, nice. I mean, and if you have like, and my fear of heights is not like a crazy fear of heights with things it's i can manage it like i can do roller coasters and i can do things like that it's things that stop that freak me out like ferris wheels i can't do ferris wheels yeah well i think like sharpie as was saying rational as it may be. Yeah. <laughs> well you have that that sense of being in motion that that kind of dissolves the the, the distance from the ground effect yeah well, and yeah. I have to say, like, I kept saying, I'm not doing it. I'm not going on them. It's never happening. And then we were there, and I'm watching them go by while we're eating breakfast. And I'm like, I think I can do it. <laughs> yeah, because you, you, how many times did you say, nope? Nope, nope. not happening. Yep. <laughs> not happening. Never, never, never. Nope. Yep. And you did it. I did you it. And I would do it again. Year. I would do it again. I would ride it again. Well, it's nice because it's quick. So, I mean, versus taking the bus, you got to wait. Wait for the bus, wait for it to unload, wait for people to load, hope that you catch crowded. it on time. Yeah, often very crowded, especially at the the uh, value resorts. Yeah, yep. and then you have to, you know, they might be unloading a, a ECV or they might be loading an ECV or they yep. might not come every 20 minutes like they're supposed to. And then you have all the traffic and getting through the security gate with the bus and then unloading and walking. This is yep. continuous. You just... You don't wait at all. Just get on yeah. and get on and go. And then you're it was, there. It was actually nice. Yeah. And it's like kind of a neat. So like similar to like the monorail resorts, if you want to get to the Magic Kingdom, uh, there is no bus. You take the monorail. So that's. Or Epcot. You yeah. Take the boat. So you, um, yeah, they don't offer the bus and, and the yacht club because yeah. they have a, another transportation system. So this. They have the other, the Skyliner as the other transportation system, and they're still offering the bus. And then if the Skyliner doesn't go there from your resort, the bus still runs every 20 minutes. So you would still take that. So it sounds like a good idea. Now, I am holding the right to 
change when it gets hot out. Because when I was there, it was nice out. It was like 50s. Mm. And it was nice and airy in there. It was comfortable. But when it's 100, I'm very curious to see how that's going to (laughs) be. All right. Moving on, I'm going to go to Steve. All right. Um, You're going to do your favorite place in the whole world. I I was so excited. I I enjoyed Disney, but Disney at one point in time had horrible coffee. Yes. And then they brought in Starbucks and everybody was like, oh, they're bringing in a third party. And I was like, yes. It's so, and now it's, I have Disney and my good, well, people don't, I don't know. I like Starbucks. I know if you're, if you're a real coffee guru, you probably don't like Starbucks, but, um, certain drinks I love over at Starbucks and I like going to Disney, getting my Starbucks, keeping me going all day. So Epcot had a Starbucks. They all, all the parks finally got a Starbucks. And now, uh, Sharpie and I did a show when I think everyone else was gone just on everything new coming to Epcot. So there's a mouse chat show on, cause now Epcot is going to be the park that has all the new additions. It's getting the love that, uh, MGM Hollywood studios got. Uh, and now Epcot's the park that's getting a bunch of new things. So they're having to move stuff around. So where Starbucks was by the uh, fountain, they have moved it over by that Rose walkway, that walkway that connects uh, future world to world showcase and has all the pretty rose bushes. And I saw them building like a really big structure there. They call it the quote unquote temporary Starbucks, but it's nothing really temporary about it. It looks um, pretty like a full fledged, um, you know, major Starbucks that, I'm wondering if they will leave it there and just have a second one uh, or if they will redo it into something new. That's not a bad idea. So the new, so this one is open now. It's over there on the Rose Walk, kind of close to World Showcase. And then the the permanent one, when it finally comes in, is going to be over by the big ball, over by Spaceship Earth. So once (laughs) everything gets moved around. But it's beautiful. I love that design. It's got that black roof and the wood look. It's got that yeah. really kind of natural feel to the that they're. I'd say that it's it's going to become a permanent fixture as part of their festivals. Yeah, I wonder if that yeah. on that map is where I, that. I think that's that's a definite. Yeah. So it's, it's built solid. It's yeah. not a temporary structure. Yes. It is definitely. Look, when I saw them clearing that area and doing all the cement footings and stuff, I was like, what are they building there? And I was like, ah. So, yeah, it is now open. Okay. So, I'm going to go next. And this one has to do with shopping. So, over at Epcot, again, in Orlando, um, Mouse Gear has been moved to a temporary location. And it's over at Future World East. And it's, it's not terribly, you know, flashy or anything, but it is a temporary store where you're going to be able to find lots and lots of merchandise, uh, all of your favorite things, your toys, your plush, your caps, your baby Yoda. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. They've got baby Yoda stuff. And um, so it is just behind the electric umbrella. We know where that is. and. Um, you can go over there and do your shopping. Um, it's just one big giant room. It kind of reminds me of Character Warehouse, honestly. Uh, it, it just it's one giant warehousey looking room, and uh, 
I think it'll be interesting because there's there's one door. If you're familiar with um, Future World East, there there's just one door to go in and one to go out. So um, instead of the three doors they used to have, yeah, they're not going to yeah. have flow. They're not going to have options. So we'll see how it goes. And of course, this is where everyone heads at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes too. I think there there may be some issues at the end of the day. But yeah, don't forget that just because it, you know, isn't where it used to be, you can still get all your good stuff, your your t-shirts, your jewelry, your everything. So it is your main store for Epcot, just in a different location. Beep Yoda. It's a good place to get all your mouse gear. Mm. It is. It is. Um, I I actually like Mouse Gear. It's one of my favorite shops. I like Mouse Gear for the jewelry. Yeah, I'm sure. And I spent lots of money there. And their bags. Don't get me started. (laughs) See, do you remember the original store that was in there though? How it was multi-level. It had oh, I remember the staircase had watches upstairs. Yeah, see, I remember that as a kid. Like I do from the one trip that we took to Disney as a kid. I remember that, and I remember being how disappointed I was when we went for our honeymoon and I couldn't find that like childhood memory. Mm-hmm. Like I had this very distinct memory of the stairs and yep. how everything was laid out. And I could not like place that memory. So that it, it had changed. So yeah. all one level it was kind of boring looking, but yeah, anyway, I think it's interesting how certain things, certain memories as insignificant as they are, they stick. Yeah. The second level had the nice jewelry and the nice watches and all the, Stuff and it was a small little second level up there in the kind of the corner when you first walk in. It was, but it was cool. Yeah, the second levels never do well. There's a second level at the uh, art gallery. Is it the one at Epcot or is it the one at uh, Disneyland? Uh, it might be the one over at Disneyland Downtown Disney. Mm. A lot of them end up like just roping off the second level and they just fail but anyway huh. yeah it was like the upstairs at uh the imagination pavilion yeah which yeah. used to be awesome i like the upstairs and now it's yep. just roped off and nothing <sighs> now it's a lounge oh that's right yeah the dvc lounge is up there DVC and then the, members yeah. yeah and then the other part of it that is just kind of blocked off it's interesting that that space hasn't turned into revenue generating not yet Mm. Not yet. It will. They actually well, get stuff away. To be fair, it is revenue generating. DVC is paying Disney for it. Mm, true. Okay. But, All right. Yeah. Yeah, you got me. Yes. Valid point. Valid point. It's just it's just revenue from from an internal source versus yeah yeah direct cash and from stuff consumers. From, What's to talk about? That's interesting. That on all the new things they're doing to Epcot, nothing still for the Imagination Pavilion. Uh, I, I suspect there, there'll be an announcement. There'll be an announcement soon. That's the, the one thing that really needs it. All right. So anyway, because, yeah, because it is so, yeah. yeah, as much as I love figment and love the attraction, they really need to update it. Yeah. And I would love to see, you know, some better uses of figment. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and they've put him back into the park full force. So they're not taking. That's good. Correct. I like it figment. out fully. Yeah. 
Yeah, because he's he's a mascot for all the the events and festivals and nice. all that stuff. He's so. the Epcot dude. This, he is. This trip I just took, I noticed him more than ever before in the park. Mm. I love Figment. Yeah. I do too. Favorites. Well, I know Jesse other, loves Figment. That's the other childhood memory. Yeah. It's, oh, Jesse yeah. loves her Figment. The original ride is the other childhood memory that they kind of took away. That was so much better. But anyway. I liked the old ride. Yeah, it was yeah, so good. The, the so Dream Finder. So much better. That opening scene was amazing with the yeah. Dream Finder thing. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it was definitely a, a better option. Yes. So, all right, who's up, Lisa? All right, so let's go. Hmm. Let's go with Lauren. Yes. Um, we have a festival. Ooh. We do. And this one's such a little one, but I love this one. So, um, as we mentioned in an earlier podcast uh the festival of the arts is coming back to epcot this year it's actually going to start on january 17th and it's going to run to january 24th um it's basically a celebration of art entertainment food um they have some different stands up they have a lot of different artists that come in and you can actually meet the artist and they have tons of different paintings and different things like that they have the Disney on Broadway concert series, um, which is awesome. And it's different uh, performers. It's actually a lot of the same performers throughout, but they do have um, some of the, some of them are different ones and they vary. And it's really a great, it's, it's just a great festival. Um, so if you're into the, the Broadway stars, there's a lot of different Broadway stars. That are performing different. Dates. I personally think the the festival is one of the is is the best. I agree. Does. I agree. Because there's something for everyone. There's food. There's art. Yep. There's also the, the there's performance music. stuff. Yeah, it's yep. it's amazing. Like Flower and Garden. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. It really changes like what the park looks like. But it, I, I think the beautiful. festival of the arts is so. It, I, I mean, it could be because I'm a I'm, I'm a lover of the arts, but you know. Yeah, no bias there, uh, but I think there's more for everybody versus specific things, uh, yeah. and like with food and wine, food and wine is great, but you can only eat and drink so much. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, um, but it is. It's. I mean, it's. I love just walking around and looking at the art. Like I can spend an entire day doing that. Yep, absolutely. And then and only they, be. Yeah, so certainly tempted to buy half of it. Yep. And plus the opportunity to interact with the artists is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Uh, cool. And they have all different they kinds don't of just sell like junky prints. Yep. Yes. No, they're beautiful. Right. I actually got the girls one a couple of years ago. They you know how they love Broadway? They had the Mickey one with him standing in the middle of Broadway. Hmm. Oh. That's perfect for them. Yeah. It's two of their favorite things. It's two of their favorite things. How could you yeah. not? Yeah. That's like cupcakes and wine. Right? You can't top it. Hmm. So, but yeah, so if you're heading to Epcot during those those dates, definitely check it out. Totally worth it. Um, I make an effort to get there every year at some point just to just to wander around Epcot. Okay. 
All right, I'm going to go to Steve next, and then we're going to close with Sharpie's story because I think <laughs> I think it'll be oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. So, Steve, go ahead. So, I, I do love my coffee. So, that was one of my loves. Two, two of my other loves are the Muppets and barbecue. And they've put both of these together. So, I'm <laughs> hoping that it's going to be great because it's like two of my things. So we actually have a, like a Treasure Island, Muppets Treasure Island script signed by Sam Eagle. And Sam Eagle is going to be the host, I guess, of this new barbecue. Perhaps. Yeah, the proprietor of the new Eagle Smokehouse. What kind of smokehouse? The Eagle Smokehouse. Regal the Regal Eagle. Eagle. I'm sorry. The Regal Eagle Smokehouse coming to Epcot over at the American Adventure, uh, which is in the pavilion in the very back of Epcot. So, which was always like, we've talked about this before. It's like you have all these great restaurants and great food and then you go to America and they're serving like hot dogs and slushies and pretzels. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like not True the, American food. It's like the worst ever. So now they've got. Wait, that's not what we do. I know. I'm so confused. I know. Apparently well, not. According to Steve, at least. Yeah. So now they have a barbecue restaurant with uh, Sam Eagle from the Muppets. He's and, so awesome. Yes. So you'll get a little bit of barbecue, some, cra you know, crafted drinks. And I love the slogans. <laughs> um, so it's a salute to all cook-offs, but mostly barbecue. I love him. <laughs> so that's my, that's a, and they have a nice poster. They'll have some merchandise. My fear, my guess is that it's going to be, because it's a quick service, that it's going to be ho-hum, quick barbecue. Kind of, you walk up and get it with, you know, a little bit of Sam Eagle it's signage, fine. which is probably what it'll be. Um, I hope they have Sam Eagle merchandise. They're supposed to have some Sam Eagle merchandise, which will be nice because it'll be, it'll be a salute to all countries, but mostly America. Yeah. So I can say this because I know my husband won't hear it probably, but I always call my husband Sam Eagle because he's got the same eyebrows. <laughs> oh, he does. And the same head. What? He's got oh, the same gosh. bald head. He's, mm. he's got very thick, bushy eyebrows. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, he did. Sam Eagle definitely has some prominent eyebrows. So that'll be good. I never went into the Rizzo pizza. I never heard anything good about the Rizzo pizza. So I'm hoping that it's it is okay. not, not whatever that is. But yes, so we'll see. All right. I am looking forward to that. Um, yeah, it'll be nice to have a quick service. Uh, I don't always want to sit down and have a full meal. So this will be good. I like it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a good option. Great. Okay, Sharpie. Tell me more. Oh, we're... <laughs> mm. <laughs> you're, up, you're up with the uh, Fast Pass rumor. I believe you have a story. Yeah. Tell me more about this, Lisa. Tell me more about this long rumored. I don't even want to talk about it. It's going to continue. I can to close the show rumor. here. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about the fact that there's a rumor out now that, that people are going to have to pay for Fast Pass. We're not even going to talk about that. Mm. Well, I just said it. So we might as well talk about it. Let's talk so about it. So there's a rumor out that Disney is going to begin charging for Fast Pass. And this rumor has circulated many times before. Many times. Since the advent of my Disney experience. Yep. Uh, Since and before the removal my Disney experience. Of 
exactly. Since the removal of paper ticket dispensing fast pass kiosks, uh, it has long been rumored uh, that this entire digital system was just a way to monetize fast pass. And can I say that if Disney just did what they did in Disneyland with the Max Pass and charged $15 a person a day and did that system, A, it alleviates this whole scheduling of fast passes thing. It makes it an open playing field for everybody. And that system works. It does. It yeah. works. Well, let's talk about the but current system. it work systems? with the capacity that Disney World needs? Here's the problem with what happens in Disney World. And I think, truthfully, and you know I love Disney, but I think they use the Fast Pass system as a way to gauge where people plan to be. So they know where they need staffing and where they don't. That would be I smart. truly, truly do. And I think they like knowing 60 days out who's going to be where. Because once you set your fast passes, I would say 90% of the people, that's where they're going for the day. You know, okay, at this time, I'm going to have this many people coming through this gate. I'm going to have this many people doing this. I'm going to have this many people doing that. You know what's coming. Yeah. The Disneyland thing is ama- is awesome, but as a local park, that's why I love that you can I still love yeah they have the paper like the old system. Well, they have the old paper system, and then if you want to be one up on the old paper system, you pay some nominal amount like fifteen dollars per person, and then you can and you you can like run like you used to do at Disney World. You can get one after another after another. Disney World is um. It's now, a bigger beast. Yeah, and and now it's for people that. But if I'm in if mm-hmm. I'm in Animal Kingdom and I get there first thing in the morning and I, I get my flight of passage uh, fast pass, and now I'm gonna hop over to um, Magic Kingdom. Done. But before I leave Magic Kingdom, I can grab a fast pass for Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Well, you can't now. No, but I love to be able. To I know, but so yeah, so the Disney World system. I loved the old system, but, but then they sold everybody who wasn't a Disney geek who just goes once every 10 years on, you can, if you buy this now and book now at a Disney resort, you get to pre-book your fast passes and this is an advantage. And they're like, oh my gosh, I got to go in the fast pass line where those people normally would show up and not even know there was a fast pass system with the paper fast right. passes. So and then all You're of right. us would game it and be like, yes, run to this one and this one and this one. And then they're like trying to figure out how do these people get fast passes? So now I think people used to assume that it was a, a cost feature or it yes. was only for resort guests. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So now those people, when it came out, I remember standing in those lines going, oh, this thing has a line. It never even used to have a line. And then people going, oh, I got to use my fast pass and I got to beat the line and I get three of these because I staying on property and they're like all excited, but they don't know how it used to be. So now it's going to go to maybe a paid system is the rumor, which Universal has had for a long time, but they don't charge $15 for it like Disneyland. And I assume Disney World will not. No, they don't need to. <laughs> It'll be, I would 
guess that it'll be definitely in line with Universal or more, maybe based on dates and park attendance or, I mean, well, the concierge, as a concierge guest, you can you can buy extra fast passes now and it's not cheap. So Steve, tell us about that system. I, I, the Universal or the concierge? Concierge. I, I'm not, okay. you, you guys might know better. I just know that if you book a concierge room um, at Walt Disney World, that you get the option of purchasing extra fast passes. Uh, I think it's, is it three? You can get an additional three fast passes per day, but you'd be paying $50 a day per person with, with a three-day minimum. Three days. So you're looking at an extra $150 per person for the duration of three days with three additional fast passes each day. And you get to book your other ones. Well, well, and what's cool about this is so, so that's a good deal, right? So you're going to get six fast right. passes a day plus anything else that you might be able to add after they're all used up, if you need. And you to. get to do it before the general public can book, right? So if you're yep. off property, you get to book your um, fast passes thirty days out. If you're on property, you get to book them sixty days out. But if you do this club level fast pass. You get 90 days. So you pretty much get whatever you want. Yeah, see, now Which, that is awesome. And if you have that strategy behind it and you pick the right parks yep. and the and the right fast passes, you wait in virtually no lines for three days. Yeah. And, and you could ride practically everything. Exactly. Even a normal wait. Yep. 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 Agreed. Now, when, it's a good system. Yeah. Now, if Disney comes out with something like this for everybody, I guarantee you it'll not be that good. There's no way they can do that right. pricing for everybody. So, because everybody take advantage of that type of pricing. Well, and see, if they have to do it, they're going to have to do a higher price yep. so that not everybody does it. And they're going to have to limit how many they sell. And those are good points that Universal does with their Express Pass. They are limited. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing deluxe resorts get the free Fast Passes like the Legacy Resorts at Universal get. That's what I was just wondering. Yeah. Um, and but there's then, so many more hotels. Can Disney do that? Yes. Universal can do that because it's only three hotels. Disney's got how many yeah, well they, so I deluxe? Would, but right now, everyone's got Fast Passes anyway. So it's not as... Right. as I guess exclusive at Disney to have a fast pass. So you would either universal. So you would either but then instead that of, takes you back to putting it in where okay, only the people that can afford it are really going to get it now. I well, but that's exactly how it is at Universal. Like. That's exactly no, because yeah. Universal did it with their legacy hotels, which were the three hotels they initially built. Yeah, they just never added it to any other. No other hotel at Universal will ever have free express pass. Right. Yeah, and that's to keep it and, in check. But it's right. their expensive so hotels. Yeah, happens and that they're the more expensive hotels. Yeah. yeah. So I could see Disney doing. You could do the three deluxe. monorail resorts. Yeah, I could see Disney saying only deluxe resort guests get fast pass. For free. I don't think they will. They're going to make enemies out of. And then everyone else has population. to. And everyone. Lauren, they're already making enemies. And then everyone else has to buy it. Or because I don't know if they can add it on as a price to ev and still have everybody get it that gets it because it's so jammed up now. You know what I mean? Right. And, and they're if, adding more hotels. They just added Grand Casino, Riviera. They got another one coming. Yeah. So then. I don't think it'll be free for anyone, to be completely honest. It could be. 
Yeah, it could be maybe Deluxe gets it or nobody gets it for or free. Or club level. I mean, there are lots of variants to this. Villas. Well, Disneyland Paris does club level. Well, I think this is going to be something that Disney's going to be able to work into their promos as well. It's a no-cost promo that has great value to us, but literally no cost to them. Right. So it'll be interesting to see how it works its way into uh, promotional offers. My thinking is, mm. and I know that we've seen for years now that this has been talked about, I don't know how you can give it away for free and take it away. Wow. Something of this magnitude that's going to create such long wait times. Because here's the other thing. When you take away that free fast pass, now your wait times at lines are going to become even worse. Yeah, the non-fast pass line. But do you think that they can add additional fast passes at a cost and still keep the number of Only if it's a nominal passes? cost that people can afford to buy. Like the $15. Right. So the problem I think is like if you start charging for it and you don't get other people out of line that aren't paying for it and then you wait forever because now the fast pass line is even longer and you're paying for it, then you're pissed. Right. So Which you have in December. Yeah. Universal. So that's the problem. It's if you're paying a hundred dollars per person for fast pass on top of your thing and everyone else is getting it with their resort per day, hundred dollars per day. Yeah. And then everyone else, this is just all hypothetical because this is all a rumor. So we're making all this up, but well, I'm yeah. also kind of paralleling it to with the what express. Pass. Yeah. What universal does. Yeah, and then, so if you're paying that and Disney hasn't cut some other people out of that line or whatever, you know, they haven't gotten rid of value resort people getting free fast passes to lessen the lines, then people are going to be very upset that they're paying $100 a day per person. Well, it almost seems like they're charging admission to get into the park, but if you want to ride rides, you have to pay for that on top of the admission to the park. That's how it originally opened when it first opened. It was very right, cheap but it to was get in cheap to get in. It was very cheap to get in. And then you had to have tickets. You bought your ticket. A, B, books. C, D, E ticket books. And then you rode what you wanted with the ticket books, but you only paid a few bucks to get in. Now you, then they were like, let's pay a large amount and you ride everything. And now it's, let's pay a large amount and also get your ticket book. <laughs> is, what, right. is where it's going to end yeah. up and at. the ticket prices keep going up yes you get a pay to pay to come in and pay to ride i think we hijacked sharpie's story yes sharpie <laughs> what was your story <laughs> we're all so passionate sharpie, wake up we're all like passionate about it i'm like wait this is sharpie's story he hasn't said well, anything <laughs> back here watch, listen to you all discuss it because there are so many different directions that disney could do could take with this, but I think no matter what they're going to do, they're going to make people mad. Yes. And they are. And here's the thing. FastPass was never a guarantee. Uh, it has always been a courtesy to help people have a better experience on their vacation, but apparently Disney's not in that, not in that business anymore. <laughs> right. They're, they're, they have something. They know it's worth something. Other parks are already charging for it. They're already charging for it in other parks. It was just a matter of time. So who knows when it's going to happen and who knows? I, I really think my, my biggest interest in this is how they will change the policy 
and at what point they will like draw a line in the sand and everyone who books after this date has to pay for fast pass but if you booked at 11:59 the day before you don't have to pay for it it's going to be interesting, interesting to see how they transition well, that's how they, from a free system yeah. to a paid system yeah i well, think it's yeah. a very uh difficult situation and i don't envy them for even trying to figure it out well that's how disney you know how disney does those emails it's like just the next morning you get an email. You it's like, you're like, Ooh. starting tomorrow, everyone's paying for parking. <laughs> I mean, that's the, they're, they're just pretty much. Oopsies. Did we forget to tell you? They're no, just the all, thing is, they're all in with their changes. They, <laughs> they have, they're so popular and so big yeah. and so powerful that they can do that. And it's going to make some people mad, but is it going to deter them from going? Nope. Maybe 8% of the population. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they. Yeah, you'll lose a handful of people, but honestly, I think they're okay with the handful that they're going to lose. I agree. My and the other thing, the only positive to this is the lines are they increased ticket prices, and people got mad about that. But they were like, "Well, maybe that'll slower, you know, make the lines less." Nope. At least, yeah. And then now the all these rides that have fast pass or everything is like usually has a line. Although this last year, the um the attendance was seemed to be down and the star Wars didn't do as well, but I think that's kind of behind us. So I think 2020, it's going to be do you think packed. We, okay. So star Wars aside, yes, we expected a big, you know, rise in attendance because of star Wars, but I think, you, I think the overall was the worst for them. And then after that, it was fine. I think that they still had great attendance. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to actually, you know, on the, Christmas Day and um, New Year's Eve and stuff, they they reach capacity and they close the gates. I wonder if they're going to do that on more of a regular daily basis because they are building so many more resorts and they've got huge plans and there is a limited capacity to these parks. It is, it's very difficult to maneuver some of these parks on very busy days. And it, it is Frankly, a, it's miserable some days. It is. Yep. It's a big deterrent. And you're just like, forget it. Or you see so, a line that's 100 minutes and you're like, no, I'm not. No, <laughs> not doing on that it. No, I was in Epcot and Epcot. We did not do a single holiday around the world food stand. Not one. Because of the lines. Too crowded. It, it was so and we were, mid-afternoon. It was wow. mobbed mobbed like could not move hmm. mobbed wow okay. yeah it was miserable yeah, you can't even enjoy it at that point no it was miserable i agree i think they're gonna have to do something and maybe this is gonna help wean out some of the the nope. excess body counts people well, are still gonna go i no. know but it will i mean people have their their thresholds and maybe this is gonna help people realize that they're not going to do this and they're going to do something else for the vacation. My prediction is people will pay for the fast passes and it'll still be as crowded. <laughs> I, I disagree. I think some people will definitely pay. Um, they're all in, they're going to make it worthwhile. And you know, why are they going to stand in an hour line when they can stand in a 20 minute line? See, and um, that's my problem. If I, if I can avoid a wait at any possible cost, I'm going to pay for it. Yeah. And in the heat. I don't know. Yep. I think this, but as but, a casual Disney goer, like we are, or an annual pass holder, I wonder how that's going to play into the picture because 
I guess you, or I guess you just buy the one day fast pass bundle or whatever, if they have such a well, thing. Well, and I think your local annual pass holders are the ones it's going to affect the most. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. yeah. But going back to a point that Steve makes over and over, and I agree, I think this is actually going to drive people to Disney Cruise Line because you have limited capacity on those ships. And once you've got capacity, that's it. Once the rooms are full, they're full. And you get a lot more experience for your money. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice Disney. If you want to see the characters and have that Disney feeling. You don't um, worry about dining Yeah, you don't have to and, worry about uh, Christmas crowds on a Disney cruise because it's the same crowd. You do pay always, a bit more. Yeah, but it's always the same crowd but level. capacity yeah. is capacity. Yeah, you, you, when the ship is sold out, it's, it's manageable. When Disney Magic Kingdom is sold out, it's not a good time for most. No, it's mis- and then trying to exit magic. after fireworks, yeah. and you know it. You have to re- you have to reset your expectations of what you want out of that vacation if you go during Fourth uh, of July or New Year's Day or Christmas. Day. Yeah, and all these yeah. dates that Steve's talking about, I'm going to point out to anyone who is a new listener or maybe new to the Disney scene and and the parks. It amazes me how many times as a travel agency, we get asked, you know what? And and we get this December 1st. We decided we're going to take the family to Disney for Christmas because no one travels over Christmas. They're all at home with family. So we've got this. Yeah, we've got this great idea. We're going to go to Disney and there won't be any crowds. No, no. You and five million of your closest friends. Pretty much. (laughs) Good luck getting a room. Yep. Good luck getting on rides. It's it's just going to be shoulder to shoulder. And yeah. if you've got a stroller, forget it. And we've done shows too that, um, like uh, for those types of dates, you um, you do window shopping. You ride certain rides that have lower lines. You you take it from a different point of view to make it enjoyable. You kind of you enjoy the little things, and you have a day at the hotel with the pool, and you you um you don't make your whole vacation about trying to ride as much as you can. Uh, or you, or it's not going to be good on those types of days. But FastPass will be interesting if it if it does go to a paid system, because uh, the rumor is back. We will see if that does happen and how they, you know they and they usually I don't know maybe they'll tip their dip their toe in the water and try uh, something with it and then see how that does and then phase it in where it um, slowly starts phasing other things out w- with it. I don't know or maybe they'll go all in. Or maybe they'll start out with, you get three free. Yeah. And there's could. an upcharge for three more. Yep. And then, yeah. And then it, it's a little easier that way to bite it off. And then eventually those three free return into one free and then they're none free. And then people are just excited that they can buy them. Okay. So let's <laughs> take a second. Only certain attractions are free. Okay. Which Your is ABC similar rides. to Disneyland. Yeah, which is Correct. your old. Okay, so I want you guys to ponder this. Let's just say this is a fantastic idea. If they can schedule everyone's rides for the day, is that going to make things better and smoother for the park overall? If no. to get on every ride, you need a fast it pass could. and they get rid of a standby? Oh my God, I quit. No, that's <laughs> no, that'd be horrible. No, but think about it. Try and be positive. What is Here's there an upside? Would that work? It will that scenario right there 
will create complete job security for us for the rest of our lives. For the rest of our lives. You're right. It will also create complete chaos when a ride goes down. That's yes. the worst. Yeah. yeah. And and or I, people that decide to go last minute or they park yeah. hop and no, they it's no fun. I mean, there are different downsides, but no. Think of every single ride that you do needs a fast pass and they schedule it. And yes. once Space Mountain Lisa, is sold out, no do not give them ideas like this. Job bad. security. That bad. sounds awful. You could become a an expert no, on planning these all I'm out. Literally, there's a window and I'm jumping out of it. No, no, <laughs> no. Get off the ledge. See, this is what I'm talking about on, on promo day. You're on the ledge. Got to get you off. Yeah. All right. Well, now you see why I saved this one for last. I thought it would be good. And it was. I still, I still insist that we, we probably shouldn't talk about it. I'm with Sharpie. You're right. Let's not talk <laughs> about it. Has opinions on it. Yeah, let's not. We'll skip that yeah. one. Let's just close the show here. Good? Good. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I'd now like... I have anxiety. <laughs> go get some wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to our shows, go check the internet. They're all over the place. If you have comments or questions, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening, and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. Bye.